What's good, my friends? Welcome to another show, another episode of The Lamar Show. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure to have you with me. Do you know what? First and foremost today, I want to say a huge, huge thank you to every single person who's subscribed, who've uh, left a review um, on whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, the rest of it. Just thank you so much. Everyone who's um, subscribed to the mailing list as well. That's a, you know, a huge one for me. So thank you very much. Um, it's an honor you know, and a pleasure to see. Yeah, uh, today's show is a bit of a different one. It's a bit of a different one because there is no guest. Um, oh, actually, no, no. I say there is no guest. There is a guest, but the guest in this case is um, is you. Yeah, let's go. Let's I um I just took a sip from my uh, Spurs mug. Yeah. I did the Blue Spurs mug. As I'm recording this, we're second in the league. I'm just, I just wanted to say they're second in the Premier League as it stands. Uh, yes, I shouldn't be celebrating so early, but, you know, I'm just happy with uh, with the way things are going. It's going okay. So fingers crossed it continues in that direction. Anyway, all right, uh, let's get back to the matter of hand, which is the podcast. Uh, today's show, as I said earlier, is a bit different. It's different because the guest is you. I sent out an email uh, to all the subscribers of The Lamar Show. And also, I left a message on Instagram as well. I asked uh, for you guys to send in a uh, just any question. Any question you want at all, you can ask me. Uh, it doesn't have to be about music. It can, it can be about absolutely anything. And um, yeah, you guys sent in uh, quite a few. And I've picked a handful uh, to talk about today. And uh, to, yeah, a couple shout outs as well. Uh, nothing major, short and sweet, but uh, today's different as well because it's filmed. It's the first one that I've filmed. I thought, you know, it's just me uh, answering your questions. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe people would like to see that. So let me throw one up. Uh, if you like it, comment below. And um, yeah, and I, I will do some more of this. But uh, for now, yeah, this is a unique one-off. The temp show, the temp show already. Crazy. Uh, temp show. So um yeah, why not try something new? Let's get to the questions then. The first question today is from uh, Samimi. I hope I've said that right. Samimi. She says, is there any justice in this world? Is there any justice in this world? Do you know what? That's a good question. Uh, I've been asked that quite a few times in my life, as you can imagine, because of the song. Um, but uh, I mean, it's uh, the way this year has gone. I'm pretty sure a lot of people just like me um, have asked that question. There's been a lot of political madness, uh, a lot of social madness, and um, obviously the Rona has uh, ruined a lot of people's lives. A lot of people have lost uh, loved ones. So, you know, if you have lost someone, my condolences. I've, I know friends who have lost, uh, lost people. Um, I don't know, it's a crazy time. Uh, you don't know what to do. Go out, stay in, open your business, don't open your business, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Uh, is there are people telling the truth are they not it's like um it's a lot to digest i think the best thing we can do is arm ourselves with knowledge and uh, research as much as we can and um just try and stay safe keep our loved ones safe and uh forge through you know i really i'm a, I'm a half i'm a glass half uh, full kind of guy so I really do think whenever there's a bit of negativity, there's always positivity to follow and there's always something to be learned. So um, I'm not sure what the what 2020 is trying to teach us. It's trying hard to teach us something. Uh, maybe it's just that we don't need much, you know? We need our loved ones, we need our family, we need our friends. 
and uh, we need that drive, that drive to keep pushing through. But yeah, if you're going through a hard time, I wish you all the luck in the world and um, hopefully things will turn around. Uh, thanks for the question, Belka Samimi. All right, let's go on to the next one. The next one is from um, uh, Daz N-E-U-K. Daz N-E-U-K. He says, what are some of your favorite tour memories? What makes a great gig for you? Now, nice question. Thanks a lot. Um, what, ah, favorite memories? That's a hard one. I've done uh, quite a few tours and traveled quite a, around quite a bit and... Yeah, uh, favorite tour. Do you know what? One tour that always sticks out in my mind was my tour for my album. I think it was my fourth album, The Reason. That tour, I don't know, something came together for me on that tour on stage. Um, around halfway through that tour, I don't know, the vocal felt very, very strong. Um, the, I, I think we ended up in, we ended up in uh, Royal Albert Hall. That's where the last few shows were. Uh, it was sold out. Uh, I think JLS was supporting me. They were opening the show and um, they were going down a storm. I mean, they were, they, their run was ridiculous. And um, actually, and it's still going. I think they're going on tour again uh, next year. But uh, yeah, that last show in London. Oh my gosh. I, I'm not sure. If, if you've never been on stage, right? I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been on stage. Although, do you know what? It, for, for many years, I, was, I got on stage and this moment hadn't happened. But, it did happen a few times, but when it happened at Royal Albert Hall, I don't know, it was really surreal. There's a moment that you can get to on stage where if everything's going right and the band's playing nicely and, you know, it's a sold out house and everyone's singing at the top of their voices, hands in the air. There's a moment that you can experience on stage where it's almost like everything goes into slow motion. It's just like you can hear the music, but you, but you, it's like you can hear it, but you're in it as well. You know, everything's easy to sing. The whole room's with you. The band's playing so nicely and you have this almost an out, of, out almost a kind of out of body experience where you're on stage, but you're not. You're you're performing, but you're also observing everything. And everything just kind of slows down. And I remember that happening at, at Royal Albert Hall. And it was just it was just amazing. It was just I don't know if it's the sound in that place or the 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 architecture. It was just I really, really enjoyed that particular show. So one of my greatest tour memories. Um, was that I think I had just had my daughter probably, I don't know, about a few months or yeah, a few, no, maybe even like almost a year, uh, a year on on from that because it's 2009. So about a year on and she was there as well, you know, in the, in the, in a box right at the back. And I don't know, it was just, it was, um, it was a great show I, for me, you know, for me on stage, I, I just felt like, yeah, this is why I do music. This is what I love about music. This is, this is just, for me at the time, it just felt like this is everything. This is such a great feeling. And um, yeah, so uh, that was a great tour memory. I probably went overboard there, but yeah. Uh, and what makes a great a gig great for you? The audience, every time. The audience makes a, a, a gig great, you know? Uh, you can have, you, you're singing, a lot of times you're, you're hard at work on the road. So you're singing the same songs every night. And um, I don't know, 20 something songs, belting them out every single night, three nights on, one night off different city, different country sometimes. Um, so really the, the, the variable is the audience. So when you have an audience that came out to sing, that came out to perform uh, for, with you, it, it makes, it just, it heightens everything. You know, you relax, they relax, the whole room's relaxed, the band relaxes. And when you relax, you just, I don't know, you, you, play, you play better, you sing better, you know, you, you interact better. So 
the audience plays a huge part. I think when you get when you get the shows where you know you have the kind of uh, people who want who want to be impressed, who you know, well, show me what note you can play then, uh, or so, so what note you can sing then, or whatever. Uh, then it's it's more of a challenge, but I don't know. I like that as well because then I say, okay, you want to you want to hear something? Let's let's do this then. Let's do this. And you know, as the night goes on, you win them over, and then uh, those can turn out to be pretty great too. But when it's your tour and you're on tour and and they've come out to 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 sing and support and perform and and yeah, perform with you. Um, it really is. It really is something special. So, um, yeah. Thank you, Daz NUK. All right, let's go to the next one. The next one is from uh, Ellie McKenzie. Ellie, McK- Ellie, McK- Ellie, she says, would you ever come back in concert 2021? Would you ever come back in concert? You, you, you say that like I went away. So I'm not, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm here. Hello, I'm here. Um, but yes, I would, I do want to go on concert. You can hear by the way I just rambled on about, uh, about the stage and, and, and the highlights of being on stage that obviously I want to do a few more shows. I want to do a few more concerts. Um, I love singing in front of audiences. So most definitely there'll be another concert. 2021 would be great. I'm definitely going to be on, on stage in various places in 2021. Um, my own tour, I've got a big, uh, milestone coming up soon. I say soon. My first album was released in, I think it was 2003, dedicated. So, you know, do the math. 20 years is uh, 2023. That could be a big one. That could be a big one. We could ramp it up and do something very, very big. That would be nice. Um, But no, definitely shows before that. You know, 2020 has left things very, I don't know, in the air, very... This year I was meant to release music. This year I was meant to release a lot more um, of the music that I've already got prepared for the album. Uh, so that stuff is there, but I've had to record some other stuff and just put them up just so that you guys are hearing something, um, albeit not the new music that I want you to hear. Um, but still, you know, stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. And, but don't worry, I've got something special for you lined up and ready to go when the time is right. You know, God willing, uh, we'll, uh, you you guys will hear it so yeah ellie mckenzie thank you for the message i haven't gone anywhere would i come back i'm here but um 2021 would be nice let's see how the cards fall all right let's go to the next one the next one is from uh sarah goshawk hi sarah she says uh, i know we shouldn't have any regrets but do you have any Hmm. That sounds like a catch twenty two question, babes. Does my butt look big in this? Um. Uh. Uh. How do I answer? I don't know. The red pill, the blue pill, the red pill, the blue pill. I don't know. Um. But no, no, no. Do I do do I do I have any regrets? No, I don't have any regrets. I don't have any regrets. There are a few what ifs, but the funny thing with what ifs is, um, I don't know. The grass is always green on the other side. You know, you can chase whatever dream you want but you have to be satisfied with the choice that you make because you doing something else there's no guarantee that it was going to work out there's no guarantee that it was going to be better your mind can always tell you it was going to be better because you never went through the 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 pain or the struggle of taking the other route you know but um i always think you know what 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 if i became a pharmacist i'd probably still be happy i'd probably be very happy um because i wouldn't know what the alternative was so i think you have to be happy in the choice that you've made in life, in the choices you've made in life, good and bad, you know, the ones you can control, the ones you can't control, and just move forward. Always look forward, you know. Um, my old man's getting old. 
my mother's no longer here. And I always think, when I think of their ages and I think of, you know, the time you, I've spent with them, I do think, you know, this, this life ain't too long, you know. It's a short life. So it's very important to just look forward, look forward, embrace life, look at the colours, look at the world, enjoy your friends. Um, and if there's something you want to do, just do it. Just do it, you know. And that way you won't have any real regrets. I do have one, one, um, one kind of regret though. I wish I'd taken more pictures. Uh, when I was traveling a lot, when I was doing, um, you know, in Australia, New Zealand, uh, Germany, um, I took a lot in Miami, but, you know, just various places that I went. I wish I'd documented it a little bit more because at the end of the day, I don't know, when you're 94 and you're sitting on that rocking chair, what do you have? You have your memories and your stories. So it would be nice to put some of those memories to to visuals and to videos and stuff. So, um, yeah, apart from that, no. No regrets. Thanks for the for the question, Sarah. All right, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> I like this one. Uh, this one's from EnilLorac36C84. These are Instagram names, uh, by the way, in case you didn't realize. Enilor oh, hold on. Do you know what? I've just realized that is Caroline backwards. EnilLorac, Caroline. Ah, nice. Uh, 36C, is that a bra size? I don't know. Anyway, it says, reckon aliens will make contact before 2020's out. <laughs> Do you reckon aliens will make contact before 2020 is out? Do you know what? The way this year has gone, I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't put it past it. You know, I wouldn't, I would, I would, you can never say never. If I went into uh, a restaurant right now, sat down and uh, two aliens came in, sat down and ordered a cheeseburger and a milkshake in front of me, I'd be like, Do you know what? I, it doesn't surprise me. In this particular year, 2020, nothing surprises me, you know? So, um, any Lorac 36C84, thanks for the question. And um, yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible. Okay, uh, another question. Uh, did you enjoy your, did you enjoy singing with Ali Campbell from Peggy Howell 1965? Yes. Do you know what? That was quite an unexpected one. That was quite an unexpected um, uh, duet. I wasn't. I mean, I, I rate the, the Ali Campbell absolutely amazing. Uh, but at the time, I remember it wasn't necessarily on my radar. And uh, we got a message through, through management. Oh, you know, would Lamar like to jump on this track? And I thought, of course, Ali Campbell is an absolute don. Don't cry, don't worry. Oh, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. I'm not going to start singing. But Ali Campbell, absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I did enjoy it. Thank you, uh, Peggy How. Okay, another question. <laughs> C9 Raw, C9 Raw says, "Did you ever tell that person on someone should tell you how much I love ya cuz I I like that. I like that. Uh C9 Raw, I see what you did there. You started of talking and then you wanted me to break into song. But this is a podcast. I'm talking. I'm not singing. Um uh yeah, no, did I ever tell that someone? Yes, I did. And you know all's well that ends well. Yeah, all's well that ends well. Um, I told him. Nice one. Okay, next question. Here we go again. Look, Talia1, T-A-L-L-I-A-H-H-H-1. Where you been hiding? What do you mean, where have I been hiding? I'm here. I'm right here. Right here. Lamar on Twitter. Lamar on Instagram. Lamar-online.com. The web space. The Lamar Show now as well. I'm here. I'm right here. So um, uh, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna find me, just just look a bit harder. 
also new music soon, then then you'll know about it. Cool. Next question. This one says, do you think there's a glass ceiling on black UK artists? Uh, this one is from uh, Tony, not Tony. Thanks for the question, Tony, not Tony. Do I think there's a glass ceiling on black UK artists? I would say, um, you know, when I was coming through, I would argue that, yes, it was definitely harder. I wouldn't say that myself and my uh, white male counterpart was in was necessarily in the same race. You know, I definitely always felt, um, you know, you, I guess artists feel like you, they've got to prove themselves, yes. But I do know that behind the scenes, uh, if I didn't have an A&R man who was really, really fighting uh, my corner and wanted to succeed with uh, this black artist called Lamar with the black voice, and um, the soulful kind of edge, uh, then no, I don't think I would have had the same success. So, you know, especially where, where budgets are concerned, budgets can affect things majorly, you know? So if I've hit the mark a number of times, you know, I went multi-platinum a number of times over on different albums, um, you know, you, the support wasn't always there. Uh, it, it was there in the end, but it wasn't there, it wasn't there by default. It was there with a fight. You know, so, um, yeah, it's always nice to have someone fight in your corner. I think coming through while I was trying to become famous and trying to become an artist, um, my perception from the outside was definitely uh, that it was kind of one in, one out. You know, if someone was in a good position, uh, a black artist was in a, you know, a prominent position, then it would almost, it, it felt like another black artist would have to come in and knock that black artist out of their spot in order to be successful it would not that they could come and exist and coexist in the same space so um yeah i think that's definitely changed now it I feels from the outside looking that it has changed a bit now you know because obviously you're seeing loads of grime artists loads of uh, artists of different shades different colors um uh, white black you know and every shade in between so i think that's a that's a nice thing and uh i think what my mom and dad always told me you know if you're well, at least what I've always tried to focus on. Just sing the best you can. If you can sing and people can undeniably say, do you know what, that, that dude's good, then cream rises. You'll get your opportunity. And um, when you do have your opportunity, you really do have to uh, ram the nail home, so to speak. You know, if anyone doubts, they, they give them the opportunity to come and see you on stage, do your thing. And, uh, hold, you know, that, that, that should change their mind. So, um yeah, stick to being great. Yes, I think there has been a glass ceiling. There is a glass ceiling. I think a lot of artists, irrespective of color, do feel that. But at one point, I do think, yes, much harder uh, for a black artist to get the same support. Um, but things are definitely changing and moving forward. So I do like seeing that as well. Yeah, nice question. Thanks a lot, Tony Not. Tony, all right, uh, let's get another question up. This one is from uh, The Top Coach. It says, what inspired you to become a singer and at what point in your life did you say, this is all I want to be? Nice one, thanks, The Top Coach. Um, what inspired me? I think, you know, it goes back to that thing, inclusion, you know, when you when you look on, on TV or in music videos and you see someone that looks like you and they're singing and you think, oh, I can sing as well. It kind of inspires you. I think young people are very impressionable, you know? So any opportunity you can give to them to allow them feel like they can be part of something is uh, is invaluable, 
you know? So growing up, like I say, growing up seeing Jodeci, Boys to Men, Brian McKnight, Al Green, Marvin Gaye, people, like I say, who I felt I could relate to uh, singing and throwing down some serious vocals made me made me sing like like all day you know and then obviously I grew up in a in a family that was uh, my mom was a pastor my dad's a pastor so you know grew up in a family where there's a lot of singing there was a lot of singing all my brothers and sisters all my brothers and sisters can sing so um yeah a lot of um a lot of singing in the house and you know it, undoubtedly you try and outdo each other with the vocals uh, but I would say no we can all sing and it was um it was being inspired by seeing people that I could relate to on TV singing. Not that I wanted to sing though, ultimately. I wanted to be a pharmacist and that is what I was going to be. A pharmacist or a doctor, that's what I wanted to be. And I think that was more because of the pressure from the parents, but that's what I wanted to be. And um, luckily I bumped into a set of people, a production company called uh, Best Kept Secret. And um, they showed me that it was possible. It was possible. So I started on the on the music journey. So shout out to Terry, Terry Brown, Darren Brown, Giles Craig, and Ronnie Digital, the guy who knocked on my door, Iris Digital. Big love. Uh, all right. So um, that's that. Another question. Another question. <laughs> I like this one. Red or green grapes? Red or green grapes? Uh, this is from Heli Ellie. Good question. I think um, I'm a green grape guy. Green grapes, please. I like green apples as well. You know, it's like the difference between green apples and red apples. Green apples are nice, but then green apples are nice more often. Red apples, I don't know. Red apples, you've got to get them on the right day, the right crunchiness. If they're a bit, if they're a bit soft, then it gets a bit powdery. I don't really like it. Uh, and I feel the same way with red. I don't know. The green grapes, they taste nice. Seedless grapes as well. Green, seedless, sweet grapes that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about uh red well i mean red's all right it's all right the disparity isn't as as big as the 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 the, the difference between green apples and red apples but still enough to, for me to pick green grapes nice nice <laughs> nice question heli ellie all right uh another question what's this next one now oh this is just a nice little shout out really this one is from my younger joy she says, been a fan since 50-50, much love from Kenya. Oh, I like that one. I like it. Thank you. All the way from Kenya. This is what I love about this, you know, this day and age. You know, there's no distance, no distance. Your music can travel, your voice can travel, and people across the world, around the world can enjoy it. It's a nice thing. Thank you very much for that one. My younger joy, glad that uh, you're liking the stuff. This one's from Georgia Day 18. She says, can you do a Zoom tour sometime as a normal tour won't be anytime soon and then she's put the two crying faces you know what you're right georgia day 18 um i'm not sure a tour will be anytime soon 2020 is just really this whole rona thing has really um left things up in the air but uh can you do a zoom tour i don't know what's a zoom tour uh, that's kind of like a world tour, isn't it? All in one go would it have to be like i don't know a thousand boxes on the screen and then you are like in like a big box in the middle performing with dry ice and smoke and stuff or maybe i should get all my like my band members round to like a performing space or something and then we uh we we perform i don't know would, would people buy tickets would you buy tickets if you want to buy tickets for that um um uh leave me a comment or something yeah but a zoom tour i don't know we might have to start considering that if this all this continues yeah 
All right. Uh, thanks for that one, Georgia. Next one. This one is from Katarina Ina 2. Katarina Ina 2. Now, I must say, a few people left messages. Katarina Ina 2. I love your um, your enthusiasm. She left quite a few. She left quite a few messages um, and they're all appreciated. But yeah, I thought it was funny. She started saying, oh no, I know I'm, 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 I'm asking too many, but it's all good. All right, so this one is from uh, Katarina Ina 2. It says, it's a man's day today. So what is the role of a man in today's world? Not easy. Do you know what? That's not easy. Uh, what is the role of a man in today's world? Mm. Do you know what though? I said this in someone's podcast. I don't know if it was a Joss, because I did a I did Joss Dan's podcast and uh, she jumped on mine as well. Um, that's in a future episode. But I was saying, the, I think the world's biggest mistakes have come when we try and classify everyone by some one general rule, you know? You are a man, you have a penis, therefore all your actions and all your desires and wants must be uh, determined by your penis. Woman, you are a, you have a vagina. You have a vagina, therefore everything you do, your feelings and your wants and desires must be interpreted by the fact, by your genitalia. That's, that's a bit of a mistake, right? So um, I think... It's a man's world. I don't think it's a man's world. I think it's a it's a person's world. You know, it's 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 just the world, and we're in it. And you need to be happy and do as long as you're not hurting anyone. Uh, do what makes you happy and follow your dreams. You know, try and be respectable. Try and um, you know, you're gonna make mistakes. Who cares? We all make mistakes, right? Uh, but just do what makes you happy. We're here for a very short time, man. Do what makes you happy. Enjoy yourself, and um, you know, try and try and honor your word and that's it really can't do more than that you know that's it so uh what's the role of a man the role of a man is just j the role of anyone else just you know try and be respectable to people and just try and enjoy yourself within certain limits and certain boundaries you know that's it love can't we all just get along yeah all right uh, next one is our oh, next one was an email this one is from Faye. It says, hi, I've thought long and hard about a question to ask. Hope it's not a rubbish one. Do you believe in or have you ever seen a ghost? One of my favorite things to do is go ghost hunting uh, with most haunted experience and have visited some amazing places from castles to prisons. Would you be brave enough to come on one? Faye. Now, Faye, I went online because I, I wasn't so sure about this. I went online and I checked, right? And online, I don't know, some of these locations, right? You've got HMP Shrewsbury. You've got um, uh, uh, St. John's Museum in Warwick. You've got Ruthin Castle in Wales. And I guess people go there and just try and get themselves as scared as possible. You've got Armley Mills in Leeds, Eden Camp. And these are huge places. They're huge, uh, not well-lit areas. So I don't, you know, the way 2020 has gone, I think I'd leave that, that, ex, that, that experience to like 2022 or something, you know, let all the, I don't need any more thrill seeking in 2020. I've had enough. So, um, uh, on this occasion, uh, no, I don't think I'll be going to a big, huge, uh, scary haunted castle. Uh, that said, do I believe in ghosts? Have I ever seen any, have I ever seen any? I don't know. I think we've all kind of, haven't we? We've all kind of felt at some point, oh my gosh, someone's in the room. Oh my gosh, there's something behind that wall. Someone said my name. No? Is it just me? 
I don't know. I'm pretty sure I have. Anyway, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, what, one or two more? This one's from Bradley Spencer Official. He says, what was it like to perform with Mariah Carey? I saw her live in 2018. She was incredible. Yes, she was incredible. She is incredible. I like Mariah. Uh, she was a real revelation to me, I must say. You know, um, she came to Fame Academy and also after I did a performance in France somewhere and uh, she was there. And I, again, I remember just her just being a very nice person. I, I love the way she spoke to me. I love the way um, she conducted herself. Um, and yeah, she's just nice. She's cool. Um, not really much, uh, 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 not, nothing, I don't know, crazy to say about her, but just I thought she was a really, really cool uh, person. It was nice to get to talk to her. And um, she has an amazing voice, as we all know, crazy voice. My performance in France, I must say that I was very, very nervous. I still felt like I was that dude in Tottenham uh, who had this voice, but that now everyone was hearing and everyone really appreciated. But I was still the dude in Tottenham, still somehow trying to prove myself and still trying to fit into these boots that were massive. And I was kind of like hanging on. But uh, I'm glad that I did that. Unless you throw yourself into the fire sometimes, you don't know, you don't, unless you test yourself in the fire, you don't know what you're capable of. So I'm glad I did. And um, they're shoes that have grown to fit. You know, you, you go through, you can go through times in life where you doubt yourself. You know, you try on certain hats that don't quite fit or you try and please certain people. Um, but I don't know, I'm very much uh, at a comfortable place within my skin now. And I think it's important to do you. Do you and who is for you will come to you and you'll have a good time. Okay, Bradley, thanks again for the um, for the uh, message. And everyone else who sent messages in, thank you very, very much. You're absolutely amazing and you're appreciated. Um, if you like today's show, let me know. If you like the film filmed element as well, let me know. And uh, maybe it's something that I'll try and do again in the future. Next week, normal service is resumed. Keep an eye out for the special guest. It's going to be good, no doubt. Got a lot of good stuff in store. All right, peace. Have a great week.